0: Diet starts tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout, Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello, and
1: welcome back to DST. I'm your host, Aileen. And on today's DST Thursday episode, I am joined by none other than the girl who needs no introduction, my dear friend, Sammy. Hello. And previous co-host of this exact show. (laughs) Welcome back to DST Thursday, Samantha. Thank you.
2: When you said, I need no introduction, I'm like, they could be thinking I'm anybody.
1: No, but they saw they, they, saw they, had, they had to oh, click right. the name.
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Right, right, right. I was thinking like, <laughs> you're really building this up to something that's going to be disappointing. Justin Bieber.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, sorry. It's Sammy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but then, yeah, you're right. They uh, they they see the, whatchamacallit, the, the title. The name. They have to press okay. play.
1: All right. What's going on, Sammy? Do you want to just jump right into where DST wins? I know you have stuff going on. Let's do it. All right. This week's DST wins are brought to you by Heineken 00. In this segment, we are about celebrating the highlights of our week, and that's where Heineken 00 comes in. The Heineken 00 recipe is brewed just like the original Heineken lager beer, only without the alcohol. Do you ever go to happy hour to socialize with friends, to get out of your house, but you're just not in the mood to drink? That happens to me all the time. Well, now you can join in on the fun and avoid the hangover by grabbing a Heineken 00. All right, Sammy, what's your DST win of the week? You're doing. The egg retrieval tomorrow, right?
2: Yes, that is our big win of the week. We are 24 hours away from the egg retrieval, and Uh things are things are hormonal over here. Frankly, (laughs) quite hormonal. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, well, last night after I took my trigger shot, I was like, in a frantic rage.
1: Like, I was just so like like that incident of your um date. In college, <laughs> oh, in no, your no, room, no. it was not that bad. <laughs> that
2: wasn't me; that was him. I said your date. Oh, right. The, you know, it could have been he like oh, me twice, on the didn't date. Didn't he? Yeah, it's a pattern. Twice is a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> he did that when we were sophomores and seniors. Yeah, I remember. Wonder what's going on there.
1: <laughs> anyway.
2: <laughs> anyway, I walked down Memory Lane. So you were in a rage. Yeah, it's weird because I never like. You know, when people talk about – on Instagram, they're like, oh, my hormones. I'm trying to like control all these things. I always sort of just like, okay, like it can't be that big of a difference like when you're mm-hmm. – you know. But actually it is because I just felt like such an immediate reaction to like after I did the trigger shot and like something that that, bo- that wouldn't have necessarily like bothered me, like set me set me off so strongly – Mm-hmm. And and I was like, and I felt myself getting, and I'm like, this is a hormonal reaction. I'm so angry because of the hormones, but I can't stop myself. Yeah. And yeah, it's 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 rough. But I would, you know, maybe something to think about. If if anyone's ever in just like a completely inexplicable mood, just ask yourself, is this a situation or is this my hormone? <laughs>
1: Is it me or is it my (laughs) – then I got to thinking, is it me or is it just my hormones? (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Did you have to do a trigger shot every day for a week? What's the process?
2: No, it's like you do shots at night and then at some point it switches to night and morning and you go almost every day or like every – at first it's every other day to go get blood work and a scan at the clinic and that is how they're monitoring like how they should adjust the meds and you see how much like they measure the eggs in your your ovary every day mm-hmm. and you see how many like you watch them grow it's very cute really <laughs> you know? do you have pictures yeah. um i could i could have asked for them but i just i didn't i didn't i have pictures from last time actually <laughs> they're on my fridge
1: and the, the eggs like go into the follicles right and then the follicle bursts and that's – and then the retrieval happens no, the follicles happens.
2: are the eggs so basically in your in your ovaries every month, there are multiple follicles and follicles are eggs. They're, they're the same thing. And the goal is to get them all to grow so that they can like take them all out and then mm-hmm. do the embryo shit with them. Or if you are just freezing your eggs, they'll just like freeze them. <laughs> Scientific up. term. Yeah, do the, the embryo, embryo shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah. That's what they have the chapter in the book I hear. It's called the embryo, <laughs> the embryo shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So so they – but. If you're just ovulating, your ovary is only going to release one of those follicles, aka eggs. If you, but because it's the point of this is to get many eggs, they're literally taking them out. Like otherwise, they if you weren't to retrieve them, they would just go away. Essentially,
1: you would get you know. a period.
2: Yeah, you'd get a period, and those eggs follicles would be into the abyss, and you would never have like even gotten a chance to see how many centimeters they could get to on the, on the screen, you know? So you I see, yeah. So, so every day they're measuring them and they want them to be like, I think like 19 millimeters or, or is how big they, they're trying to, is that potentially, is that an option of a measurement that would make sense? 19 millimeters? Yeah. Would that's that so fit? Specific. Would that fit? Well, that's how, cause like in the beginning, 19 micrometers? Like, Maybe micrometers. Millimeters Maybe. is like a ruler. Like you can like. <laughs> okay, no, that doesn't. That doesn't make <laughs> sense. No, it's. It must be just. Okay, whatever they are, they start at like ten, and they, you want to get them to like 18, 19.
1: because that would be like one centimeter. And yeah, you're right.
2: You're right. That's-
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they're
2: watching them grow, every day, and they're measuring them. And so the first week I went every other day. The second week I went every day because. She wanted to monitor me like more intensely because of like the PCOS. We're doing different medication this time, okay. Or or not totally different, but just she's calling it low and slow. You know, like how you want to <laughs> cook eggs—real <Yeah. laughs> irregular eggs, irregular eggs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. And so then, the retrieval is tomorrow.
2: It's tomorrow, and I'm gonna—they're gonna sedate me, okay. and and that'll be over. But it's very like specific. You have to do the trigger. So okay, so you do regular shots every, you know, night and maybe morning. And then for the 36 hours before the retrieval is scheduled. So your eggs grow to a certain size and they're like uh-huh. – The doctor's like, okay, we're ready. Like these are these are big because you don't want – want, They don't all grow at the exact same pace. So you want like more – You want as many as possible to be in the correct size, you know. Okay, yeah. So like one might get really big ahead of the pack and then – But you want to make as many as possible – into like an adequate size. So once that's there, which you can tell by blood work and measurement, you do a trigger shot, which is just a special type of – it's just a different medication that you, but it's mm-hmm. se- essentially the same procedure 36 hours before the retrieval. And then they retrieve and you're not supposed to really like – I think actually – I didn't start to feel bloated this time until like today. Um, mm-hmm. But if I remember last time, I felt really bloated after – the retrieval and I felt like worse after the retrieval than I did before it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll see. I am
1: I'm ready. I'm ready to
2: I'm ready to go. And
1: then and then they're gonna get fertilized. Yes. With and all Avi has to do is jerk off again. Yeah don't fucking start I'm so
2: mad about it. Like I'm really I'm bitter. I'm like actually bitter about it. That's partially why my hormones were were raging. It like all you stemmed from – yeah well okay here here's what it is. So he got promoted amazing for him. Oh, congrats. He, yeah, yeah, it's a big deal. So he had a, he had a promotion party last night. And last night was my trigger shot and he asked me like it would really mean a lot if you could come and everything and I was like I really I'm sorry like I whatever. I and I felt like yeah. guilty that I couldn't come. So I was like angry that I, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I then understand.
2: when he was like out At the party, it was like late and I, I was home and I was like, I texted him like, how was the party or how is the party? And then when he came, he didn't answer it. And then he came home like an hour later. And then when he came home, he was like, you don't need to ask me how the party was. I was like, I asked you and you didn't answer my text message. And I, <laughs> and I was like, so bad. <laughs> yeah. And, and then it turned into, like, why does he get to just go out and get his promotion party? Like, I want to go. Like, <laughs> I don't want to be fucking injecting myself. Yeah, right, right. That and is unfair. It, I was just, like, so mad. Like, I was like,
1: yeah. Yeah, I get it. We need to show so appreciation for Sammy.
2: I mean, he does, but it's more like I, you know, I'm sh- I'm sure when you have a baby, it's even worse. It's
1: my guess. <sighs> yeah. But that doesn't mean this isn't any, like… It's not, Tano. It's, you know, it's not small.
2: This is, this is like, the
1: and it was Boosh for the real thing. Totally obvious. Like you didn't ask me how the party is because Rusty asked. Like you didn't ask me how my night was. I was like, what can I ask you? A text question. I question marked it faster. Right. Right. Oh, so the same thing happened. Oh, but yeah, this, I, all the time. He's like, I didn't look at
2: my phone. I'm like, well, whose fault is that? Like, yeah. I'm like, first of all, first of all, I'm like, you didn't check your work email once, not once. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I was at work it's
1: fine, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Everyone who's gonna be sending me an email was there. yeah
2: exactly but yeah no it's it's frustrating it's it uh, it sucks. I really like last time it was so like it was novel, so I didn't feel as I had like a little bit more like adrenaline to kind of
1: yeah tamp down you were, like, the excited som- by the the first experience and now it's like ugh.
2: yeah and I wasn't scared that it's not going to work because I also had a mini like panic attack last night that like it's not going to work again and mm-hmm. it's going to be all my fault and it's so funny because I'm able to say to like other women like this is in no way your fault and really believe it but mm-hmm. with when it comes to so you it's like advice it's just harder when it comes to you because you know like all the things like the things you did you like all really of a sudden
1: I was head like head why did I you would change yeah.
2: Right. I was like, why did I substitute Diet Coke for alcohol like every day this month? That was probably not healthy.
1: Like, you know. Instead of alcohol?
2: Yeah. I mean. I know. It's probably better. But it's more just like, you know how I was telling myself I was gonna be like
1: Yeah. Health and wellness.
2: Health and wellness.
1: Diet Coke is delicious. So when do you find out if it like they worked was good? Yeah. Three
2: weeks. I didn't even, like, think about the wait, the weight last time, but now I'm like, oh, it's going to hang over me. I'm going to, like, be wondering. And you also can't, like, be too active or have sex or, like, until you got your period. So okay. – which is, like, two another two weeks. So the whole thing is, like, it really takes a month of your life. Like, it's not – It's a process. It's not a joke. It really – I mean, not that I don't think anyone thinks it is, but it
1: – you know, it's – it's a lot yeah do. and this is ju- this is just the retrieval this isn't even just like this isn't like implanting this isn't the pregnancy <laughs> this is just the pre-pre
2: right well the the implanting is like apparently the needles you have to give like your the needles for the the implanting are like a lot like I've I haven't even like let my mind think about implanting
1: because okay so we don't have to think about no. it.
2: But I will say it seems like it's worse.
1: (laughs) Worse, but kind of exciting because like, you know. A baby could be there. You babe could be, but I know there's like so much, you know, unknown and yeah, we don't have to get negative, but I, one step at a time. Right. Well,
2: (laughs) you're telling me one step at a time and I'm like, oh my God, like how am I? A baby is a miracle. Like that, the fact that like they can I know. be like they like Mila has you know grown to be like an eleven month old. Like that's crazy. You know, I it's know. like
1: I saw I saw a picture of myself pregnant, and I was like, I can't believe this kid that I know was in there, right? At the, right. Like she, this this little tiny thing grew to be this,
2: whatever. But like every day that they like develop and survive healthfully is. Like I, uh, I don't I, I don't know how I'm gonna handle the the emotion of that every day, of like a combination of like gratitude and fear. You get used to it; it
1: just becomes your like baseline.
2: <laughs> oh, great! Can't can't wait. <laughs> so
1: sounds, <laughs> sounds very pleasant. It's yeah, I know, and that's why we that's why you like become cheesy as a mom. Like that's how it happens. I was like always wondering, you know, like when when do you like get like when do you become when do dads become like dads oh like, yeah the, like, like when do men become dads? like when do like women become like oh you know moms it's the, it's the cheesiness it like just comes with it like you like just love something like that and like right. have all this anxiety <laughs> about it it's right just, like I
2: imagine the fear and the gratitude combined leads to that cheesiness it's hard yeah, to be yeah. like
1: you, oh it's hard God. to
2: be flippant and sarcastic about like this thing that you're like, oh my
1: God, how are you alive? And like, you better stay alive. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, you fill me with joy. (laughs) How can I be, how can I joke about that? Right. Right. It's, yeah.
2: I, uh, I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's it's a a lot, lot but one step at a time.
1: Matrescence,
2: right? It's a whole thing. It's like, oh,
1: right, That's it's a overwhelming. Word? Matrescence? Yeah. It's, what does that it's mean? Like,
2: it's like adolescence for becoming a mother.
1: I've never heard that word. Wow. I feel like
2: we've talked about it.
1: Yeah, I don't think you've ever said the word matrescence. No. Adolescence? Okay. But. you can't even spell it. What the fuck? <laughs> 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 the physical, emotional, hormonal, social transition of becoming a mother literally I've never had a word to describe all of this.
2: Wow. Oh yeah. No, that's, I mean, maybe, maybe we should publicize it, you know, publicize yeah. the word because it really, I think that's the only way that you can describe the process that this
1: is like the feelings <laughs> <Equals> become cheesy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Become cheesy. But like the process of going from like, at least in my case, like anxious and unsure about when and how, and all of this to like integrating the idea of like, Oh, I could maybe be a mother. Like, Oh, maybe I want to be a mother. And then like my fears of being one is like all those things just kind of overtake you. And I'm not even there yet. So I can't, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to be a fucking mess.
1: Not excited. Well, don't about again, them. like don't spiral, one, yeah, step right. don't spiral. Don't spiral. <laughs> one step at a time. One step at a time. You know, you have the thing tomorrow. Focus on that. Focus on the chilling after. The day chilling. Think right, of all right. the chilling you can do for the three weeks while you wait.
2: <laughs> it's a great um, nap. It is a great it's nap. It's a I'll
1: great say. nap. What's your win, Eileen? I, like, don't have a win. Like, my win is just, I'm proud of you. No, my <laughs> win is that I cook some dinner <laughs> this week.
2: Okay, I think your win is that Mila's 11 months as of yesterday.
1: I, I think so. Yeah, she's 11 months. She's like... A little fucking muffin. Yeah, she is a muffin.
2: Your pick of her like with her little. her smile, like it's it's like her oh. mouth is permanently smiling. Do you know like do you notice that I'm about sure her? She smiles all
1: the time. <laughs> yeah. She but she doesn't like laugh all the time. She smiles all the time. And it just every time she does it, like it just melts my entire I'm like that I'm not that fucking emoji that's like half melted into the floor. <laughs> I like, love that emoji. <laughs> me too. I was the best new one. Yeah. Um because it has so many meanings. Like you can like when something be like happy you, melted you, you can, bad. Yeah melted. you could be happy yeah sarcastic melted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like replaced my like upside down emoji.
2: Oh I never really was not I never understood the upside down one. Like I could never really
1: it's like understand. Mm, it's like, mm. yeah, <laughs> that's but nice. that's more
2: like negative, like like the melting could yeah. be good.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, yeah she, so I
2: melt melting. Right, all the She time. does smile a lot. You know, you should bring her to a comedy club and have people practice their acts on her. <laughs> no, <laughs> but like, because she's a hard critic if she won't laugh.
1: She, yeah, she doesn't laugh. Like, I have to like tilt her with my feet to make her laugh sometimes. <laughs> really? What do you want she, to do? No, now she doesn't even do that anymore. She doesn't even laugh when I do that. Ugh. So what is what makes her laugh? Like, she has the I, Cooperman stoicism. Seriously, she's. <laughs> when we were swinging that that one time when I got her to laugh, we were swinging. I was pretending like she was hitting me. <laughs> <So> <laughs> she thought that was funny, <laughs> so it was hilarious. Mommy getting hurt.
2: What? Yeah. What else does she find funny?
1: Yeah. I mean, you um, your
2: win is yeah. like mothering.
1: Look, yeah, I my win is mothering. I made myself some dinner this week. No presh. I bought some frozen rice. I put some fucking. I, you know what I love? Those like easy meal, like chickpea masala, like in a pouch. Have you ever gotten that? Like a Trader Joe's type thing. No, not even. Like I get it in Whole Foods, but yeah, something like – so I get like fr- – I make frozen rice and I put the chickpea – because and then I add some like vegetable and it's like literally takes me five minutes and I'm like so proud of myself and so – that's been my meals lately. Just like something so fast, like literally requires little zero to little any cooking. But I'm not like ordering out, and that's just been me. Sometimes we
2: that's order kind of a similar thing like that from Costco, but it's it's more like like a the only comparison I can think of is like the Weight Watchers mac and cheese in like the 2000s. <laughs> but it's it's not the, you know it's not that, but it is essentially the prep is like you put it in the microwave. And they have like, they have like really good, um, I have to find the brand. I can't remember the brand, but they're something kitchen. (laughs) What? No, they're not. Primal Primal kitchen, maybe primal kitchen, but they're like not
1: health foodie.
2: They're just really good.
1: uh, I like saffron road frozen. Have you ever saffron something? It has like all types of different, like Asian cuisines and the, the, Nutrition facts are like there's not that much sodium. That's the, the problem with all the frozen, prepackaged stuff. It's like too much sodium. Like not because like oh, anytime I have too much salt, I wake in the, up in the middle of the night, like, going like this, like dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's not so much, and um, it feels good.
2: I I recently ordered, and I ask you for the brand, so I don't know why it's not here. The uh, bone broth that um, oh. I ordered a bunch of bone broth. I'm waiting for that to arrive.
1: What made you want to buy that? I
2: got like a craving for it.
1: Like – Oh, maybe I'll have that for
2: lunch. Yeah. It's delicious. I mean, even it's just like a kind of like a a side, you know. Yeah. Or even like in the morning. Like I would love to drink that in the morning. Another thing – Oh, question. In pregnancy do – And this isn't necessarily related to pregnancy, but do cravings come – What do cravings come from? Is that from hormones? I don't know. I think.
1: Okay. I assume.
2: I I bring this up, and it's. I'm going to tie it into a past episode with uh, Jared. Is I have been craving half sour pickles, like crazy. (laughs) Like (laughs) I bought the best. They're okay. So I was thinking about your conversation. Okay, I was. I have some thoughts on that. I have have some. (laughs) I was thinking about your conversation about pickles, and (laughs) As as one does, and I when I was. Listening, I was like, half sour? Like, is that actually the best one? And I always assumed sour was the best. But then I realized I only liked, I only convinced myself I liked sour because they were zero calories. And half sour had like one calorie or something. Really? Like, that's the thing I it convinced myself. I think so, like a sm- tiny smidge of an amount, like a stupid amount. Yeah. But I had convinced myself that sour was way better because yeah. of that. And I just realized. The like a few weeks ago when I've gotten into half sour like and now I've started craving them, <laughs> that yeah. that was like a diet thing I convinced myself of.
1: Really, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I guess I used to love like uh, kosher dill because they're really sweet, but then I tried yeah. them and they're like too sweet. And then like if you ever tried like the bread and butter, those are just like actually not good. No, it's like so sweet bread and butter, butter. Bread and butter. No, I-
2: pickles. I've never tried that.
1: They're so sweet. They're like, meh. All right, let's do a DST listener win. Dear Aileen, sorry if this is a long one. I've been listening to DST for a while now and I love it. I just listened to the recent episode with Sammy in which she talks about how different it feels to go on vacation without the stress of body image and food issues weighing her down. I recently had a similar experience and want to share it as a DST win. As some background, I've been dealing with disordered eating and an unhealthy relationship with body image and exercise for a long time. So in the past, I didn't handle it well when my eating and exercise routine was disrupted by vacation. For example, my family and I go on a ski trip every winter. I used to force myself to go to a 5.30 a.m. spin class every morning before spending the day skiing because skiing, which is obviously already exercised, didn't feel like enough to me. Like what? I would also obsessively body check. And if my stomach wasn't Quote, flat enough, I would call myself terrible names and it would ruin my whole day. I've been working through these issues a lot over the past year or two with the help of DST. My family recently spent a week in Bar Harbor, Bar Harbor. in Maine. Oh, Bar Harbor. Yeah, I think I went there. I think you did too. <laughs> <laughs> week in Bar Harbor and Acadia National Park, and the trip served as a great reminder of how far I've come. First of all, I didn't feel the need to supplement our hikes with other workouts once the whole trip. I was also able to listen to my body and eat what I wanted without guilt I'm still working on body checking, but I noticed that even when I did body check and didn't exactly love what I saw I was much better at shrugging it off than in the past I was able to take a deep breath stop the negative self-talk and didn't allow it to ruin my whole day or alter how I ate The bottom line is I was able to actually enjoy my vacation I don't think I realized before how much my orthorexic tendencies were taking away from the experience of being on vacation And i'm so proud that i've just made it to a place where i'm more comfortable in my body and able to fully enjoy myself on trips. Thank you for reading and for the community that you've created through DST. Sincerely vacation mode betch. Great one.
2: That's a great one. That's literally like where you really see the difference when you're when you're in a place where you realize that your your habits were being driven by something that wasn't really like necessarily what you wanted. And it was being driven by like guilt.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: fear that you won't be able to get back into your routine. But I mean, I think something else she said that how the, you know, she was able to listen to her body and she was still working on body checking, but she was better. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of like a great example of how you know you're like moving in the right direction. Like you're not going to just one day not care and never look in a mirror and have a yeah thought. And like, even with the, the, like I said about the pickles, like I just discovered, I just like, it just occurred to me that this like preference I had assumed I had was sort of just innately Mm -hmm. came from a disordered thought, you know, a disordered like idea that I got in my head and it, it happens like slowly and, but
1: it's great. That's a, that's a great great win. I think also part of this whole thing is like, like learning to trust yourself, like learning that like you will go back to your routine when you get home. And even if it's not the first day immediately, it's the third day. Like, like just trusting yourself that you're not gonna go like turn into this other person on vacation. Like you're still the same you. And like just having learning that, that trust is part of the process is great. Another thing is that like we didn't just
2: develop these disordered habits. You didn't just come out, you you didn't just one day in like seventh grade decide that you're going to, that skiing is not enough and that you also have to go to a spin class. Like that was a years long acceleration of, or just sort of like compounding of different habits and ideas that you developed. And they all sort of just like calcified into this, into this, feeling that you have to always be monitoring your weight or your intake or your exercise. And it didn't just go from like from zero to 100 in a year or a week. So it takes – maybe on this vacation, maybe after this vacation, you feel stressed about your routine but slightly less stressed than last time. Then maybe next time you go away for a weekend and you miss a week, you might still be a little bit anxious about it, but maybe less than the time before. And it's like, I don't want to say, oh, it takes as much time to like heal as it did to like form it because that's not necessarily true, but it doesn't just happen overnight.
1: Mm -hmm. And so like
2: any progress that you have like is good to recognize.
1: Worth celebrating. DST win. So that's it for today's DST wins brought to you by Heineken Zero Zero. I love grabbing a zero zero when I'm in like in a social setting or when I'm at home and I'm in the mood for a beer, but I don't really want like the effects of alcohol. And I wanna have like I wanna wake up early the next day and feel good. Plus, it tastes just like beer and is so refreshing after all the summer activities. Pick up a pack of Heineken Zero Zero at your local retailer or get it delivered to your door. Must be twenty-one or older to purchase. Please drink responsibly.
0: Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. with two U's with code DST20. Newly Subscription Clothing Rental. Change your clothes.
2: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Let's give the advice. Let's see.
1: Dear Eileen and Sammy, looking for advice on family members throwing shade at your weight gain. A little bit of background on this situation. I live out of town from my family and haven't seen them since Christmas. I've steadily gained some weight since COVID, but it feels like it's really come to a head the past six months or so, and it's pretty apparent on my body at this point. I love my family and we are really close, but we are also not confrontational at all and pretty superficial slash looks are important, et cetera, et cetera. My dad was driving me to the airport during a recent trip home and made a comment that he was, quote, sorry, I have a, insert family name, body. He said, sorry, you have a, her last name, body. As you might've guessed, this was very much not a compliment as his family all struggles with their weight and without extreme restriction are naturally larger Um, than the, quote, beauty standard, whatever that means anymore. He proceeded to tell me about what he did to lose weight many years ago and continues to do diet-wise to maintain a relatively slim figure. His suggestion for the, quote, only diet that works is to eliminate all carbs. (laughs) Of course, I was already aware this is what he does as I have seen these unhealthy eating habits my entire life. I'm not a confrontational person, was trying so hard not to burst into tears. So I responded with an unenthused, maybe I'll give that a try. I know I'm not at a weight that I feel my best in and I've been trying lately to make sustainable long-term changes, but something about another person, especially my dad, whose opinion means a lot to me, commenting on it broke me. I definitely worry this interaction is gonna be burned in my brain for a long time and lead me right back to unhealthy cycles of binging and restricting. I'm also just trying really hard to exist in the place where I can love my body where it currently is, but also with the desire to lose some weight to be more comfortable overall. My dad's judgment makes that nearly impossible. Would love to hear your thoughts. XOXO blessed with the family's thick thighs betch. Oh boy. Oh boy. Is it interesting because it comes from the dad. Like I think th- like usually it's a mom. We're getting we get emails about moms.
2: You know, dads, dads do. I think, I think you know it's kind of just depends. Like some families it's the dad, some it's the mom, but I do think ultimately it is really For me painful. It was both. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's ultimately like really tough, whichever parent comes from. This is such a mammoth of a question because this is literally like the whole struggle distilled into one story.
1: I know. I I can relate to this because like like I said, my mom and my dad were both like my dad was on Atkins Forever, like, just I remember him loving like farmers' cheese and salami, and <laughs> just. But it was like he was very joyful about it. He wasn't like, you know, self-hating. Meat. Like he, he was like this. Amaz- but then I have like amazing, like memories of eating like Costco-sized tortellini in one sitting with him. <laughs> we'd sit down, eat it with sour cream. Russians know what's up. And just like, just, it would be so fun. But then he would like go on a diet. Right. And you know, we would, I, I know, I know what my grandma and my grandpa, everyone like looked like babushkas in, on his side. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's Eastern just, Europe
2: babushkas. It's,
1: yeah. Like it's just, I, I get it and i i've heard my dad literally wait hold on i've literally heard my dad's tell me like oh the only thing that works is insert literally whatever he'll just he'll say oh intermittent fasting or he'll say like oh you got you know cut cut out those carbs i'm like i literally don't give a shit dad like i would just i'd now just say okay whatever don't give a shit but i get that feeling of saying like cuz you just don't want them you don't want to start and you also don't want a whole argument, he won't get it. So no. I get the maybe I'll give that a try. Like that is heartbreaking.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, no, honestly, like that. that I wouldn't need – I wasn't even going to like say that that part like needs to be addressed. Like I would never say like, oh, you should you should argue with him otherwise. No, like of that's like not. that. That's not going to help you at all because that's. I think she probably handled that well. Because what are you going to do, like? You're gonna argue with him. Then you're gonna swear. You're gonna go on a diet. You're gonna swear yourself off carbs, like because he said that. Like, right? You know, just it, it, that's more just like trying to get through the interaction. But what you're just going back to the tortellini for a second. <laughs> I kind of got caught on that. How do you feel about the fact that like this is such a wonderful memory for you, like laughing yeah. and eating tortellini with sour cream? But then there was <laughs> like this feeling of like you need to punish yourself, or I don't want to say punish because it's not. Like that, like that was somehow
1: compensate for it. Yeah, how do that sucks.
2: Like, yeah. Um, How how do you feel about
1: that? Well, during that moment, I don't think I felt like anything was out of the ordinary. Like, this is just the way. Like, we all diet, (laughs) right? We eat tortellini because it's so fucking good, but you shouldn't eat it. In but in reality, like this was we we were binging. Tortellini, like it's Costco size. <laughs> okay, <fine. laughs> like it wasn't Bye, portioned out. It was a giant thing of fucking tortellini. We would take our fork and dip it. It was so that fucking good so fun. and it, such a good memory because, I, like, I like can taste it, and it was just fun. And how do I feel? I feel, I feel at peace with it because, like, yeah, it sucks, but it was. Well, just imagine just the tortellini
2: is. were were serving out. What makes me feel sad about it is that, like, I wish – I mean, let's say I'm in the eating situation. I wish <laughs> that I could have had that moment without all the stuff attached to it. And for us, it's not – for us, is more ice cream, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I just wish I could have had those, like, moments of joy without, like, the – we're being bad right now and, like, tomorrow we have to, like, make up for it. But, like, right now we're going to eat everything because it's, like, our bad night. you know? know. That sucks. Like, it just sucks. It doesn't help to think
1: about how much it sucks. Like at the end of the day, like it is a positive memory, but it doesn't suck. It doesn't suck because, like, sure, that was the case. Like, there was nobody knew better. Nobody knew better.
2: No, I'm not saying like, oh, it sucks in retrospect. I'm saying like, think about it going forward. Like, you don't need to. Make yourself feel that way for future
1: things. Totally. That
2: that's more what I mean. Like
1: I feel more at peace because I'm right. not I don't feel that anymore. Like I get it. Like I'm very self aware of that situation and I'm at peace with it because like I'm not gonna do the same for my daughter. I can eat tortini. Right. That's what I mean. And I can well, and my dad is also like different now. And we eat pizza together and we eat whatever together. So it's like it's different. Right, that's what but I mean, he like, he does. Always, still talk about intermittent fasting, but like it's <laughs> it's so everybody. It's our lifelong struggle. Our, the Cooper, right? Uh, the Coopermans.
2: But my my point, I think, is for this for this girl, is that it could change. Like totally, yeah. yeah. These, like these feelings, they they could change. But I also something else she said is, I worry this act, interaction is going to be burnt in my brain, which is definitely a feeling. You know, have you ever had that where you're like, I know that this moment is traumatizing me as it's happening?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, a hundred percent. I think that in this case, you can let it burn, but just let you can burn. also let it burn. But you could also think of it as a moment where I'm going to let it burn, but I'm going to think of it differently. I'm not going to let it like affect my actions or how i think about myself but i can remember it in this moment where i was able to sort of distance myself from my dad's like harsh um beliefs about himself and the way that yeah. he speaks like you can like like the way the way i'm saying like i'm at peace like i feel very neutral like now if my mom brings up stuff i'm just like you got it girl like you do you you know like i i it's sort of there's a boundary up about that, um, and yeah, I think that there is a lot, a lot of hope, right? The yeah, the right, and 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 the
2: fact that she's worried that it will lead her to binge and restrict. You can be really upset about this interaction, and you, when you feel yourself going back into that cycle, you can try to remind yourself like, me doing this again is not going to fix what that interaction and it's not gonna fix my weight gain. But I don't know if it it would help to say like it might make it worse. You know? Like when you go like when you when you know you're gonna go back into a binge restrict or you feel that this type of situation will put you back into a binge restrict cycle, there's this really strong temptation to like restrict until because you're like you know, he told me, he commented on my my body, it's really hurtful, I, I should try to fix it. But I think if maybe instead of going right back into like fix it mode, she could kind of like really work towards preventing herself from going to that, like right back into that restriction. And again, this is like a few days old, so I don't know if it's going to be immediately helpful, but stopping yourself from going back into that cycle – and reminding yourself that that will not undo the
1: problem. Yeah, you can form new thoughts and just tell yourself, I don't need to do this. I was fine. Put yourself back in the body like you're right before that conversation and just move on. Also, I think it's important to like think about what your dad what was going on through your dad's brain when he was having this conversation with you. He said, "I'm sorry I have a" let's say Smith Body, whatever last name, insert family name, Smith Body. And that. then he started talking about the only diet that works. He's projecting his stuff to like, this is just about like what he thinks is amazing. He's not really giving advice. He's just just regurgitating the thoughts that go on in his brain to himself. Like if you weren't there, he'd be having the exact same conversation with anyone else. So like, I wouldn't say it's like, this is your, it's almost like when you go into that like binge restrict thing after, you probably are coming from a place of like, you're disappointing your dad. If I don't restrict, like I'm disappointing my, like, I need to listen to my dad. He knows best. But really, no. You know best. And your dad's only talking to himself. And break those two apart. Another thing is with parents, when they make these comments, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: they can be really hurtful. But I truly believe that in most cases, and it seems like the way your dad approached you with this is not like he's trying to be hurtful whatsoever. I Mm -hmm. genuinely think that they – think they're being helpful because they came of age in a time when like thin or bust, like there was no, there was no body acceptance. There was no concept of health at any other size than zero, like for men and women. So he probably thinks he's like helping you prevent future struggles of ending up like him if, where he has to like cut carbs for his whole life. And he clearly has not realized that like there is no end,
1: you know, and that also is not the only diet that works, <laughs> right? That's, and that's right. not true, it's, it's, <laughs> right? Right. That yeah,
2: that's definitely not true. I mean, that's I mean, on its face, but it's yeah. He thinks, and I know, like my mom thought that she was like helping me, like that she was saving me from like not being able to like look good in clothes and like yeah, honestly, like in her retro mind, like being unattractive to men, like yeah. you know, and and that. They think they're making your life easier because that was the only option when they right. were younger. Nobody
1: knew any better. No yeah. one knew any better. But I think
2: this is a good response to me. I hope I'm blessed with the family's thick thighs too. So
1: same same. The fish spine is more of like a broad shoulder. <laughs> I'm blessed <laughs> with the family's
2: broad shoulders. <laughs> Betch. Really? I never noticed you as particularly broad shoulder.
1: Like I'm like wider. At the, know, at the top at the top okay
2: i really i think about a breast reduction all the time these days and
0: One i don't day. know
1: don't not, do it. pre not
2: before a pre, baby pre, pre, yeah and mm. also like who knows what they'll look like maybe maybe if i maybe if i breastfeed which but, i don't sammy think. sammy is holding
1: do, her boobs right now <laughs>
2: the baby will suck them out
1: it <laughs> doesn't work like that oh, fuck um, <laughs> but yeah good luck And remember, your dad's stuff is not your stuff, doesn't have to be your stuff. And guys, if you want more of me and Sammy talking, giving advice, shooting this shit, we do this twice a month already on our Back for Seconds channel. It's DST Back for Seconds. It is uh, two bonus episodes every month of me and Sammy, no guest, no ads. It's all ad free listening, and you get. Our regular episodes, Sundays and Thursdays, a day in advance, early list With no ads. With also no ads. It's fucking amazing. It's only $2.99 a month, and we work for you. We work hard for you with those shows, and we bring it. We bring the personal shit. Sammy more than me, because she's better <laughs> at, than me, but I, I try. I try to do it. It's 2 dollars a month. Every month, two whole episodes, ad-free, plus plus all of the shows are ad free and a whole day early so it's incredible go check it out now and if it's on apple it's on the dst feed already you just you can see it says subscription but if you're on spotify your spotify listener you ha- it's a different feed on spotify it's not our design it's spotify's design you have to look you have to like search for back for seconds dst back for seconds
2: and there's a free trial am i am i right you are you're right
1: there's a okay, free trial so-
2: so if you don't like it, don't tell us and just subscribe.
1: <laughs> just subscribe. You got a cool bev. You just you go for a walk or you sit wherever your patio, your your balcony, your window. You stick your head out the window of your apartment. And you're just <laughs> listening to our voices in the breeze or the AC, whatever works for you. And the, it's really hot. And these are like
2: these are also basically just like us having conversations as if there's no one listening except we know there's someone listening, but just less than it's fun. we would on here.
1: So check it out. Dice are tomorrow back for seconds. And that is it for today's episode of DST Thursday. Send your questions, DST at badges.com to get them answered. Send your DST wins, the same email, DST at badges.com. You can follow at DietstarSmart on Instagram. You can follow me at Aileen, follow Sammy at Sammy, and you can call in 212-287-5650. We will play your message. You can send us the win. Like, I would love to hear your voice. And good luck to Sammy tomorrow. You're going to do great. Thank
2: you. We'll be over by the time people hear this. I know.
1: Well, and we're always with you
0: through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacy Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com.
2: batches